for me, it started somehow as a sport. And since I, I wasn't the talkative person, it became in a way my primary language because it was much more easier for me to express what I think about something. And now it became a tool for me. And I'm not trying to lock myself into that I can use only dance. I have many, many different tools that I try to use. Every three years, 1,000 young dancers from all around the world audition for parts. The School for Contemporary Dance in Brussels, directed by Anna-Theresa de Keersmaker. Every three years, only 40 youngsters can start in the training program. They are an exceptional group of people in an exceptional place. And yet, they're also just a bunch of youngsters, sharing excitements and disappointments, friendships and loneliness, and long, long hours working in the studio. I am Delphine, and together with you, I follow the story of five of the 40 students of Generation 13. Eleni, from Greece. Kia, from New Zealand. Zoe, from France. Renato, from Hungary. And Marlon, from Brazil. We will be on a trip for three years from the very start in September 2019 until graduation in the summer of 2022. I invite you to learn more about the background story of each of the protagonists in a separate portrait. Here, I want you to meet Renato. Uh, my name is Renato Miskolci. I'm 20 years old and I came from Hungary. I came from a small town next to Budapest called Beitzel. It's, it's quite remote. You can live in the forest. You can live in a big field. Because in that time, our house was the first one on that huge field. It was a really, really empty and remote place. So I spent every hour outside in the nature. My parents, um, both of them working the food craft, let's call it like this. My father was a chef started as a chef now he's a kind of nutrition in a hospital my mother is a food transporter in budapest he transports food in small plastic boxes so basically <laughs> my parents almost have never cooked at home because um, my mom takes home some food from that company <laughs> so yeah my father is a chef but he doesn't cook at home. I have a younger brother. He's uh, younger two years. It's really funny. It seems the difference in the age is not so big, but we are totally different. So I'm like a performing artist or an artist, and he's someone who sits in front of the computer all the day and he doesn't want to move out. In his eyes, I'm part of a sect because I'm an artist, which is a little bit funny because through art, I'm more connective people who can talk, 
meet new people and he's more closed. So it's, it's really hard to find the common ground. Because I lived in the, na- in the middle of a field next to the forest, I was that person who always went out to do a small expedition or to build a kind of bunker inside the forest. I played a lot with mud. So I was, I was that child who was always dirty. <laughs> and, and yeah, I, I really like to learn. I like to try out new things and master those things. In the past, it was really unconscious. So I think the beginning was like drawing. I drew a lot. Then I entered into dance. I started to dance. When it became too easy for me to do that, I really felt that, okay, I have to try out something new. Then I tried out the photography. And now I'm trying to combine different things. So basically just... Sometimes the inspiration came from an existing habit, which gives me an idea, okay, what is the opposite of that? Maybe I can do that. Before I started dance, I did lots of sport. I tried football, tennis, basketball. That was the last I did in that time because uh, the group where I were stopped to exist and I was hanging in the air, what should I do? And my mother came with the idea, would you like to try out this dance? It's really close, you can try it. And I was really against it because somehow I thought in the, that time, dance only for girls. <laughs> then somehow after... Two or three months, I gave a try to. And after the first class, I, I stuck there. And since that time, I'm, I'm always moving. It was a, such a strange shift from sport to ballroom dances, which is like all the samba, rumba, cha-cha, waltz. Doing ballroom dances is quite common in my country. But everyone started as a hobby as a child. You go there, you take group class. And eventually, if you go into, you'll find a partner and you take private lessons. Yes, and when I finished my primary school, I needed to choose a secondary school, a high school. And since I was really into dancing and not anything else... I wanted to go to school where I could study dance, which would support my studies as a barroom dancer. But it eventually, after a year, turned out quite differently. It felt like the two styles were not compatible at all. Everything that I was learning doing about doing barrooms were going against my modern and contemporary techniques, and vice versa. So when it comes to ballroom dances, you would do everything from a certain force. There's such a big tension in your body. And when I was doing modern and contemporary, 
it meant to be exactly the opposite way. Be soft and one movement sort of dissolved into the other, transitions smoothly. Like everyone kept saying me around that you must choose. The earlier you make the choice, the better it is. And there's the other part of it, which was competition. In ballroom dances, it was all about competition. I'm the best one. No one can do what I would do. And it didn't fit to me. I was looking for cooperation, conversations. So I needed to quit, which was quite hard on my mom because she really enjoyed watching it. She, I think it was a bit her hobby of taking me to the dance class, getting me a new costume. I don't know, I think she really fancied it. So it was really hard to accept it and see me doing something as what still she doesn't really understand today. I started to work in the theatre from 16 or 17. So parallel with the school, I had rehearsals, which was a kind of really hard time to, to manage it because every rehearsal and my school schedule was overlapping each other. So with the teachers, we had to figure it out. How can we do that? But I got an opportunity to join a theatre and work with a really great Hungarian choreographer or director who represents the Hungarian physical theater, which was obvious for me, like, okay, I have to do that. So I take that job. And after that, um, the new contract just came and came in that theater. And in addition for that, that was the time for me when I started to meet with the great choreographer of my country, and they are also provided me for, for contracts, for projects. So actually, I think I had three or four works parallel with each other and with the school. And it was super hard to manage it. So actually, I have never experienced the feeling of week, weekend or boredom or... Oh, yeah, that I, I, I forgot to mention that I, I have a company. Me and my friend founded it in last year, in November. The company called Collectives of Art, and as the name suggests, our aim is to merge different art forms together. And our secondary aim is to provide a kind of opportunity for young and emerging artists It looks like my life could be really... I could have a kind of home in my country or do whatever I want because I had everything that is a dream for everyone in my country in the performance art. But I somehow felt that I'm not at the end of my skills. And also I started to feel myself as... I'm stuck in that theater because actually every performance show requires the same skills, so I cannot develop. It, somehow it became clear for me, um, also the type of education in my school 
locked my eyes and narrowed my vision down. Mostly the hunger indication likes to create kind of soldiers from dancers because they just have to dance and do what the choreographers say, which is, I don't want to be that person. So I started to search after opportunities. How can I step out from that situation? And I found parts and seed in Austria. And the audition of parts was earlier and I attended to that and somehow realized that, okay, this was great. I can come here, I can experience, I can try it out. Maybe this is going to be that, uh, that pushes me out of that place where I was stuck. And it did. I think during the last couple of years, the question of like, do I like performing is became a really questionable thing for me. I'm leaning towards that side. I would stay outside from the stage and use others' body to express something. I would I think I would like to be more a choreographer now with than a dancer. I would like to see only one difference in my life that I would like to have more time and I can spend that time to create and to work on my own things. Generation 13 is a podcast of me, Delphine Hesters, and has so far been made possible thanks to the generous support of Parts, Concertgebouw Brugge, Kai Theater, Stuk, etc. en de Vlaamse Gemeenschapscommissie in Brussel. Nele Eekhout is my coach. Mixing was done by Brecht Plasgaard. The theme music was composed and played by Carlos Garbin. And the visuals are designed by David and Duiver based on drawings of Jean Collin and Kilian Madeleine. Many thanks go out to the amazing team of parts, to all the students and the teachers who trusted me into their classrooms and studios, and to Annelies van der Roost, Sophie Palmers and Theo van Rompuy for early feedback and support. A mozgáson keresztül meg lehet ismerni őket, meg tudod különböztetni őket. Ki tudom találni, milyen a személyiségük, csak abban, hogy akár az utcán nézem őket, ahogy sétálnak. Mm-hmm.